On today's show, EV battery costs have fallen faster than reported, Nissan sets aggressive sales targets for the Titan, and car sales in Russia fall off a cliff. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for April 9th of 2015. Car sales are going from bad to worse in Russia as economic sanctions over the land grab in Crimea cripple the economy. First quarter sales plummeted 36%, but the situation is clearly getting worse as sales were down 43% in March. Russia's anti-American propaganda especially hurt Ford, which was down 73%, and General Motors, which fell 75%. Of course, GM recently announced it will stop manufacturing cars in Russia, so that did not help its sales efforts. Kia announced that its head of sales and marketing, Michael Sprague, got a big promotion to the newly created position of Chief Operating Officer at Kia Motors America. It also announced that the CEO of KMA, Byung Mo An, has stepped down and will become a company advisor. Some have reported this as a management shakeup, but we don't see it that way. An is 64 years old and about to hit mandatory retirement age, so this obviously was in the works for some time. Part of the reason that sales of electric vehicles are small is that they're more expensive than an average car. But a pair of Swedish scientists say batteries are actually cheaper than what we've been led to believe. They analyzed 80 different studies that were reported between 2007 and 2014 and found that battery costs have declined from over $1,000 per kilowatt hour to about $300 per kilowatt hour for the major manufacturers. That's about two to four times lower than what the car makers are saying. The battery costs are falling 8% annually And if they keep dropping at that rate over the next decade, they will be cost competitive with traditional gasoline engines. The U.S. Department of Energy says once costs hit $125 per kilowatt hour, they will match an ICE. Hey, we'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone Tires. Your journey our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. When the Nissan Titan first debuted, it sold close to 100,000 units in the first two years. Last year, that number plunged to fewer than 13,000, mainly because it has not been updated in a while. Until now, that is. The all-new model goes on sale later this year. Pierre Luang, The head of product planning at Nissan North America tells AutoLine that the Titan can reach 100,000 sales again, and maybe more, thanks to all the upgrades, including more engines and chassis choices. He says, and I quote, if we were to get to probably around 5% segment share, I think that's what we could do. We've done it before. That's what we could do. Speaking of Nissan, the bold styling that we've seen on the new Murano and Maxima is making its way to China as well. The automaker just teased its all-new midsize sedan called the Lanya. That's an evolution of the Friend Me and Lanya concepts, and it's aimed at a more youthful Chinese buyer. 
Have you ever wished that you had a vintage Bugatti that just sat on the other side of your garage door? Or what about a jet airplane? Well, that's probably not going to happen for most of us. You can at least make people think that you do and maybe freak them out. A guy from Germany has been selling weatherproof wraps for garage doors since 2008. And you can get everything from a Formula One race car to a clothing store. Just head over to styleyourgarage.com and get that million dollar toy starting for just a little under $200. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Kit Gerhardt heard us report on how diesels now outsell hybrids in the U.S. market, but wants to know, are you including the heavy-duty pickups? If you exclude those, do you know how it breaks out? Nope, Kit, those numbers do not include the heavy-duty pickups. If you add them into the mix, the gap between diesels and hybrids grows even bigger. And why is it that nobody in this business seems to be aware that diesels outsell hybrids? We first reported on this a year ago, and yet when I mention this to people in the business, they're stunned to learn it. Marion Kershavellen wants to know, what is with Mercedes electric cars? Why do they need such cars, John? The rich peoples do not care for or need to make fuel economy. They have the money. Well, Marion, they have to sell electric cars because that's the law. In the United States market, all automakers have to accumulate zero-emission vehicle credits by selling electric cars, plug-ins, and hybrids, or they have to buy those credits from other car companies. And if they do not do that, they are prohibited from selling cars. Along those lines, XA351GT says, what is the point of setting a standard if someone who is non-compliant can just buy the credits from someone who does? Well. The idea is to give automakers some flexibility to meet the law. So, if they didn't have an electric car ready, they could buy the credits to meet the law. I believe the idea is, at some point, to phase out buying credits and only issue them through actual sales of EVs. I say I believe that's the case, but I don't know for sure. The California Zero Emission Vehicle Mandate is the most complicated, Byzantine, incomprehensible document I've ever seen in my life. Plus, they keep modifying, changing, and updating the mandate. All the major automakers have a staff assigned to trying to keep track of all the changes and what it means to them. I know those regulators mean well, but this is the stupidest law I've ever run across. It should be Exhibit A for explaining complexity theory. React Cosmetics wants to know, why do auto dealers have legal protections not afforded to other physical product businesses? What if the government passed a law that you couldn't buy computers online, that you had to go to Best Buy? Well, look, there's a long list of reasons that led to dealer franchise laws, which came into effect in the early 1950s. And the bottom line is, the car companies were screwing their dealers. So dealers got legal protection for their investment in their dealerships. Unfortunately, now dealers believe those laws should prevent anyone, like Tesla, from selling cars directly to consumers. Franchise laws were never put in place to do that. 
and it is shameful for retailers to hide behind franchise laws to prevent anyone from trying something new. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. And I hope you join us later for AutoLine After Hours. Join me and Gary Vasilash for some of the most insightful chats of what's going on in the automotive industry. Thanks for watching.